0: Hi guys, I'm Angeline and welcome to Surrender to the Suck, a podcast to discuss and tackle radical acceptance and how letting go can sometimes be the path to finding your truest self. Because let's face it, some parts of life just suck. Instead of trying to change every aspect about it, we can work on accepting and letting the shit go while bitching about it with me first, of course. Join me each week as we surrender to the suck and tackle various topics about society and parenthood. Let's get into it. Hey guys and welcome to Surrender to the Suck and I'm going to be talking about something that actually doesn't suck but other people think that it does. Traveling with kids. Now I absolutely love traveling with both of my kids. There are certain ages that I don't love traveling as much because it makes it a little bit more difficult. I'm talking like the one-year-olds To like two and a half, three years old, because then they just like they have so much energy and it's so hard for them to wait that it makes traveling little bit more difficult. So I don't love traveling so much at those ages, but still love traveling with my kids. I think it's amazing to show them the world, be able to get them to interact with with different types of people, show them, you know, different animals, different cultures, just even different parts of the state, get them to experience different things. I think that's so important for development, just like a well-rounded person in general. There's always a big difference, I feel like, in people that are well-traveled between people that are, like don't even want to go anywhere. And when you travel the different cultures or even just like around out of your normal area, you learn more about the people around you and how people live differently. And it makes you kind of more understanding and possibly more sympathetic and empathetic to other people, which is just always helpful versus if you're always just staying in the same area and never talking to people who are outside your regular circle you're you're going to be pretty boxed in so i feel like traveling is important for everybody for that but especially for kids because they're experiencing the world firsthand you know they obviously don't have all the knowledge that we do so for them traveling is that like times a thousand, and they just get to experience everything and just have so much fun and have a blast. But people hate, a lot of people hate when you travel with kids. And a lot of the reasoning is you always hear people complain about babies crying on airplanes. And if the past two years have shown us anything, it's that even adults cannot behave on airplanes. Why are we expecting babies, toddlers, young kids To behave perfectly on airplanes when we can't even hold other adults to the same standard who have to be dragged off by air marshals. And people being so critical of this and so not understanding makes it really hard for parents to want to travel because, yeah, it it is super annoying to be in a middle container in the sky with a baby that won't stop screaming. Obviously that's not pleasant, but you want to know who it's the worst for the parent of the child because you can't get them to calm down. And it's not necessarily embarrassing, but it is just one of the worst feelings when you're in public and you are the one that's causing the commotion. You are the one, it's your kid that is making the loud noises that you cannot get them to stop because you know you are bothering other people. If we lived in a society that was actually understanding of that, people didn't get mad and just politely put in headphones and just kind of looked the other way. I don't think it would be as hard of a situation on the parents. Also, what people forget to realize is who has to calm this child down? The parent, right? And if the parent is more stressed out because people are giving them dirty glances, maybe there's a sigh, people are staring and they're not letting the parent do what they need to do, it's gonna take the parent so much longer to calm this kid down, which means the kid's gonna be screaming for a whole lot longer. And it's just really disheartening that a lot of parents really don't wanna travel with their kids, not because the thought of going somewhere new is difficult but it's the thought of getting there with your kids that makes it really really hard for some people to kind of get over the hump and like take the trip and book the trip a lot of the times it's the other people in the situation that make that so much worse because they're giving you side glances they're staring at you and like you're an adult it is it is 2022 you have you have a phone there's no way you don't have some sort of device in front of you or if you're in an airplane, guess what? Most of them have TVs. You're going to have headphones. There is going to be something that you can do to make it a little bit more bearable for yourself. No, one's, no one is asking you to sit there and take over for them and watch their kid for you. Asking for common... just common sense and common decency that the traveling isn't fantastic for the baby or the young kid that just doesn't understand what is going on because all that these babies or little kids know is that they're uncomfortable and they're just going to tell you because they obviously don't have the communication skills yet to be like I'm uncomfortable my ear my ears feel funny they don't, they can't communicate that to you. So they scream and they get a little bit upset, but it doesn't last long. However, many hours you are traveling with your kids, it ends, right? It's only a couple hours out of the whole vacation, out of the whole trip that you have. And yes, it's super stressful, it's only a tiny bit of time. And it is so worth it to get the, to the destination and to be able to spend that fun, quality vacation time with your kids because, yes, the travel time is going to be sucky no matter what. Like, it's not going to be fun. None of the actual active traveling time with kids is enjoyable, but getting to the destination, getting to do stuff and making those memories is enjoyable. Sometimes it just feels so overwhelming because. As a parent you were just thinking you're like oh my god the kid's probably gonna cry and then we're gonna be stuck in the air with them you know we can't get off we are just trapped and it really just does it feels like this huge and it just feels like it is this huge overwhelming task but it really is so doable and you're never gonna regret taking the trip you're gonna regret not taking the trip I am a huge traveler now and I think a large reason for that is the fact that I didn't travel like anywhere as a kid. We went on exactly two vacations. um, Three if you count my oldest sister's college graduation in which we stayed at a hotel and saw her graduate from college and that was literally it. And then went home the next day. Went to Disney World when I was a baby baby when I was like 10 months old, and then went on another trip when I was five years old, and then that was it. Rest of my childhood, we didn't go on any vacations, and that's a lot of time to not go on any vacations, and that's a lot of time to not recharge and relax and make fun memories and i think that's also something that people forget as the parent that yes it really is hard to get over that hump and plan the trip and yes it's hard to get over that hump and plan the trip and kind of get mentally prepared for possibly being in that flying tin box with screaming kids that you can't get them to calm down for a little bit but the other alternative sometimes is a kid who just doesn't have any childhood memories of traveling anywhere. We forget that, yes, it's it's our journey as a parent, but it's also your kid's childhood and their childhood memories. And you don't have to fly everywhere, right? These don't have to be super lavish vacations, which is another problem that I have with a lot of like family vloggers and travel families is they always take these super lavish expensive vacations. And it. I have never seen a price breakdown lower than $10,000 for any of these. It's always like $12,000 and up. And that's an expensive vacation. And there's always these it's always these super lavish, all-inclusive resorts that's like $1,000 a night. And they're there for a whole month. And then they go to another location in a different country for a whole month. And it's these like insane vacations. And you're like what? And then as an average person, you're looking at these vacations and you're like, I don't have money for that. I can't do that. And then it just feels so out of reach. But traveling with kids is not out of reach. You don't have to go far, especially if you don't have the money for it. Obviously, if you don't have the money for it, then you don't have the money for it but there are so many tools now for budget traveling or even places that you could stay maybe just an hour away right it really is just all about a change of scenery or you could do a stay staycation even in your city going to a hotel or something there are so many ways to do accessible and budget travel are just so not mainstream because they just don't look as impressive because obviously what looks super impressive and what's going to get tons of views A really extensive, long, luxurious vacation with perfect smiling kids on like a white sandy beach somewhere with super clear water. That's obviously gonna get more views. So the budget and more realistic travel who are probably just taking a trip to Florida once a year, not gonna get many views because it's normal. Over on my main Instagram I actually talk a lot about budget travel because that is exactly what we do and how I kind of break down my own budget travel for my family because we don't have endless amounts of money and we do have to budget travel or um, we wouldn't have money to go. I personally would like to see more realistic travel and budget travel with families. You know, the families that are going to Florida or they go back to the same place like, I don't know, in like Michigan or they're going to the offbeat and pass. I'm so tired of the perfect Instagram travel and YouTube families. I'm so tired of it. It's so overdone and I just don't want to see it. Like, I do not want to see you talk about how perfect your 12-hour flight was with your kid and how they slept the whole way and then you got to the destination and now you're there for two months and you're just having a fantastic time with your unlimited money. Like, it's so boring. I'm so over it. I'm so tired of seeing it. It's just completely out of touch with everything and with how probably 98% of people travel, especially with because it's really easy to do budget travel when it's just yourself. But when you're trying to do budget or more affordable travel, when it's kids, it definitely gets more complicated. One, because it's just more people, like you have more people, so it's harder to get things for cheaper. And two, you can't like skimp out on things when, when you have kids, like you can't go stay in a hostel when you have kids, you know, especially not with a baby. You have to have more conveniences when you travel with kids and with babies, and those more more conveniences mean higher price tags. And I would love to see that for 2022 and beyond, just to see more realistic travel vlogs and people who are just taking real vacations with kids, not these super all-inclusive, extensive long vacations. We have had our fair share of horrific travel days we have had flights canceled there was one time I think it was one of our very first it was one of our very first trips to trips that we took ever as a family I think it might have been our first airplane trip yeah it was our first airplane trip we literally got delayed for six hours at the airport our flight was supposed to leave I think at 4 p.m. and then we were there until like 10 p.m. and then they canceled the flight and meanwhile we were at Bradley Airport, which is in Connecticut. It's a very small airport, so there is nothing to do. You basically go to your terminal and that's it. So we were at the airport because we had gotten there early, which was a dumb mistake. And we were there for like 7-8 hours total with our daughter who was 15 months at the time, like 15-16 months for 8 hours in like a really boring airport just for it to get canceled. It just for it to get canceled. So we had to go back. So we just lost a whole travel day. And then we went back the next day. Um, Our flight was at 6 a.m. And we were so tired that we missed the flight. We missed the 6 a.m. flight, which I'm never doing a 6 a.m. flight ever again. Because I'm not going to make it. And then we ended up having to, like, we, le- we ended up leaving at, like, 12 noon. And then we were going down to Florida. They It sent us over to Minnesota. So we went from Connecticut to Minnesota, then down to Florida, and then that took like another eight hours, and then we finally got there the next day at like 6 p.m. It was like a whole, it still doesn't stop me from going, and as horrible as those travel days have been, it has always a hundred percent been worth it, and everyone's always like, oh, but they're not gonna remember it, know, but you do. You know, you remember how excited they are and you have the photos and you have the memories of them being really excited when they go to a really cool zoo for the first time. Or maybe they're going to the beach for the first time. You know, we forget that people live in very different environmental areas and some people don't have access to beaches. So maybe they're going to the beach for the first time. That's super exciting. Or they get to experience mountains or, you know, they're seeing different animals or whatever it is. And you get to see them experience that for the first time. And that is, it's an amazing thing to see. I love to travel just by myself and experience different things and travel in general but nothing will ever compare to seeing my kids travel and seeing their excitement and their joy and just their wonder at seeing something for the first time. We recently went to the Acadia National Park in Maine. And my daughter, who is five, this was her first time seeing a mountain. It is the highest peak in on the Eastern seaboard, so it's pretty big. And it was our first time on a mountain, on like anything big, and she was so excited and just so much wonder, and she couldn't stop jumping up and down, and she was just so buzzed. And we watched the sunset on the top of the mountain, and it was just the most excited i have ever seen her in her entire life like no joke the most excited she's ever been probably the happiest i have ever seen her and it made the entire trip worth it and just that just that moment of her being that excited and getting to experience that it is it's just the best feeling getting to see your kids experience that kind of joy just supersedes any joy that you feel yourself. It is just such a deep- I don't even know how to describe it. It's not like a deep satisfaction. It's just such a deep like contentment within yourself. It just beats absolutely everything else. And for me- when I'm I don't I don't know if she'll remember that trip. She might, she's five, she might remember it, but I'll never forget that. I'll never forget just how excited she was to be up there and see the mountain and just realize how high up we were and get to look out on the peaks and point out the different things and the water. Just absolutely, absolutely amazing. Quick funny story about that though, which is just if this was in any other scenario, I would have been more annoyed, but Even at the time, I couldn't even get annoyed with this. So we finally get up to the mountain and we got there at sunset and we got there early enough because I didn't want to drive back in the dark. And We got into a spot where we were going to watch for the sunset a little bit because on top of Cadillac Mountain in the Acadia National Park, there are like rocks and you can go down a bit and it's not like a summit that is that is closed off. You can walk around. It's pretty freely to walk around up there. And so we got down a little bit into a part that we were going to stay and like walk to sunset for a little bit. Before leaving. And so, after like a 15-ish minute walk around of kind of checking around the spots, and then, um, you know, my daughter wanted to walk down a little bit further. And then we got into a spot kind of way further away-like five, six minutes walking away from the absolute peak. And we found a really cool spot that was flat and there was no one around. And we were gonna sit there and just like enjoy the sunset for a little bit. And after all of this, after like a 15-minute excursion, what does she say? She goes, I have to go potty. And it was just like, God damn. Um, And, you know, in any other situation, I honestly probably would have gotten annoyed because it's like, man. Really? Like, you couldn't have said this before we literally went down the mountaintop. You had to wait until we were in the spot. Um, but of course, you know, she stopped moving and then I was like, oh, I have to go pee. Funny at the time and it's still funny now and I'm also never going to forget that. That perfect example of traveling with a young kid, which by the way, if you do travel to Acadia National Park, there is restrooms everywhere there and there was a restroom on Cadillac Mountain at the summit so it's not hard to go and go potty up there so when you're traveling with kids expect those little hiccups to happen because they happen a hundred percent of the time they are gonna ask to go potty when um it is a hundred percent not convenient and you're in the middle of something it is no matter what even if they go beforehand it's just gonna happen being able to experience your kids experiencing that joy. It's just the absolute best thing ever. It just does not top many things in parenthood. That is just one of the absolute best. So just know that if you are anxious or nervous about traveling with your kids, if you're able to push past those anxious and nervous feelings, being able to watch your kids experience that excitement is worth it 100% will never fail. If you guys travel with your kids or if you're nervous with traveling with your kids, let me know at Surrender to the Suck podcast over on Instagram. And these episodes are going to be bi-weekly episodes so I can give you guys a little bit longer content and some more stuff to digest. So I will see you guys in two weeks. Thank you for listening.